0: Welcome to the 4th episode of Digitally Speaking, this is your host Ali Sekander. I interviewed Jim Jensen, who is a Principal Scientist at Qatar Computing Research Institute. And believe it or not, him and his team have been working to create the best data-driven persona system since 2016. So in case if you didn't know what a persona is, these are fictional characters Which you create based on your research in order to represent different types of users that you have on your social media platforms your services your website stuff like that and by having these personas it greatly helps you understand your users needs experiences behaviors and goals now to elaborate this even further and this might be extremely handy for large-scale organizations or ministries in case if they're interested in finding out what their audience looks like, what are they interested in, so that content can be tailored based on their needs. Not only just content, but I think it also expands to user behavior. How are they interacting with your content? That is basically done by Jim and his team has been working on for the past four years. So enjoy listening and in case if you want to reach out to Jim and his team, I'm going to leave some information in the bio of this podcast. Hey Jim, how's it going?
1: Hi, Ali, it's going really good. Thanks for having me. Excellent.
0: You're most welcome. I've been really excited about featuring you on this episode.
1: Well, great, no, I've been looking forward to it. And again, I really appreciate uh, the invite. So again, thank you very much.
0: You're most welcome. Jim, you work for QCRI, so can you just elaborate a bit further about what QCRI is and what these guys are doing? Sure. Uh, QCRI
1: is uh, the Qatar Computing Research Institute Mm-hmm. We are one of the research institutes uh, here in Qatar. We fall under the Qatar Foundation, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's, as I said, multiple institutes that each have their specialty. Ours, ours at Qcri, is computer science, information technology, and right. uh, yeah. So you know, we have uh, several missions. Uh, you know, one just to do basic research and publish papers and do things researchers do, uh, and also uh, the uh, to support local stakeholders. Uh, in particular IP, uh, excuse me, IT-type problems they may have. Uh, And we we enjoy doing that, especially if there's kind of researchy things involved. And then also, of course, we want to generate IP, uh, intellectual property out of it. So those are kind of the three major thrusts of the organization.
0: Right, that's great. And um, Jim, uh, if you remember the first time that you showed me this product of yours called, which you've been working very passionately on, it's called the automated persona generator that apparently we're also using for our social media and for our others. Tell us a bit more about it. What is the persona generator on social media? Yes.
1: Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's been my major project while I've been here at uh, QCRI. And uh, let me just, for those listeners that may not know what a persona is, a persona is a f- uh, fictitious but precise uh, and hopefully accurate representation of your uh, one of your user types, your archetype user or customer or audience member. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what we uh, typically those have been done uh, through things like ethnographies and surveys and things like that. What we've done with uh, the automatic uh, persona generation system, uh, APG is to take vast quantities of data from like social media platforms or customer relationships management data and apply uh, algorithmic methods to automatically generate personas. So Mm -hmm. uh, we can take tens of millions of uh, customer interactions uh, with uh, online products or advertisements or uh, social media posts and generate personas Okay. Fictitious people that represent a user segment in a matter of hours. Right. So,
0: Jim, is there any limit to the the persona generator? Like, is it only for Instagram? Is it only for YouTube? Is it only for Facebook or it's applicable on any platform that exists already? Uh, it is applicable
1: on many platforms uh, not mm-hmm. all platforms uh, okay. currently we uh, we can uh, do uh, in-house data okay okay uh, and that uh, that is really beneficial for like if you have uh, membership data customer sales data uh, advertising data you can set kPIs uh, key performance indicators. And Mm -hmm. APG can generate personas from that in-house data automatically. Uh, We also do, uh, we can also do the social media platforms of Facebook, Mm -hmm. YouTube, uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're working on Twitter next. uh, uh, And we also do uh, websites uh, primarily using, uh, if it, if you have Google analytics, Gotcha. And we can also do uh, Facebook ads and, of course, uh, Google ads.
0: Nice. So let me just summarize this for the users. APG is basically um, a technology that helps you identify, not identify, that helps you target your content based on the the personas that the platform has generated. So, for instance, if you are implement or if I have integrated my platforms onto APG, it can tell me what my Twitter, sorry, not Twitter, Facebook audience, YouTube audience, what is the average user looking like? And if you can just give us more information, like from a visual perspective, I know it's kind of hard, like figuring out because we're not showing anything, we're, we're saying this out loud, but I'll make sure to have stuff in the bio. But what what sort of information does that persona has? Because uh, does it have pictures, names, identity, countries?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, we... Uh, we uh for the listeners that are interested, uh, you know certainly we uh, we have a blog post that explains many of the things, and you can actually see the the system. The uh, uh, but uh, the persona prof- the personas are typically the 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 artifact is typically something called a persona profile, and APGA, uh APG generates mm-hmm. those with twenty different uh, attributes that describe your customer. So, so for example, there will be a picture. An appropriate picture, meta tagged with uh, the appropriate gender, age, and nationality. The system automatically assigns uh, that persona a name that is, again, uh, uh, chronologically correct. Okay, we have millions of names on file. So we can match them to appropriate ages and genders. We do probabilities of occupations, their marital status, education status, uh, show what content or products that that person has interacted with. Uh, We automatically, algorithmically rate the customer on a customer loyalty scale. Uh, We do sentiment analysis automatically. Uh, we generate the size of the uh, right. customer segment that that person represents. So a variety of features. Uh, that's just on the persona profile. And we can. the system has many other capabilities to uh, what we say is uh, the kind of tagline we're using to take these personas and match them with some X. You know, I want to increase sales. I want to increase the number of customers. I want to increase brand engagement. Okay. There's many tools in the system to do that. That's that's awesome.
0: And how long has this been out there? Uh, if I may ask you. Yeah, we started it uh,
1: three years okay. ago uh, with with a local stakeholder, uh, Al Al-Jiz- Jazeera, uh, actually AJ Plus, okay. which is one of the Al Jazeera channels. They're actually based in the United States, um, and. Uh, Their pain point was that they had all these algorithmic tools, you know, Social Baker and Tableau and, you know, on and on, which are fine tools. All right. But they were having problems of it. They're too complicated to use for, uh, you know, a content manager or a journalist or something like that that wants to just empathetically understand a user. Gotcha. Uh, So that's that's where the whole uh, uh, idea of it started. Uh, we rapid prototyped something, uh, and then about three years ago, we got the first really working system online. Is it live right now? People can register
0: to it, like companies, organizations, ministries, they can get on board with the system?
1: Absolutely. Uh, We, uh, we can, uh, again, we are one of our QCR missions that I mentioned was uh, to partner with local stakeholders. And so this is, uh, we just kind of have a kind of research collaboration with uh, the people, uh, local uh, organizations that want to use it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, we can have uh, uh, personas generated the, the next day. Oh, the next day the next day that fast it actually takes a few hours we just give ourselves you know a little you know murphy's law time okay. say the next day but typically in about uh, if you have uh, a few million uh, interactions a few thousand products uh yeah it'll take a few hours
0: that's that's extremely impressive and it, as an outcome of ha- identifying or like as an outcome of knowing who your audience is i think it just makes the entire process of targeting towards that specific audience you even creating content customized for that audience segment, um, instead of just a generic uh, content. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think, uh, if you know this talk, you know, we, we, there's a lot of talk about, you know, understanding the user, understanding the customer, but to make that happen, you really got to have the customer in your face all the time. And, uh, and that means an actual person, you know, not not a bunch of numbers, okay, uh, not a spreadsheet, but uh, an actual person, so you can empathize with them and see their pain points and see their problems. And uh, I, I, you know, numbers are, are are fantastic for things like personalization and things like that, or you know, uh, uh, targeted campaigns or remarketing but for understand customer understanding you know as yeah uh, you know, I, I deal with a lot of companies that have personalized my interactions you know uh, you know down to the nickel but they really don't understand what i'm trying to do you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah that's where i think personas can really help and from a, and with uh, a system like APG you can do it at the strategic level communications operational level down to tactical level because you actually have personas to numbers all in one system. Gotcha, gotcha. And Jimmy, if you
0: don't mind me asking, uh, the actual cost of this—like, how much I as an entity will have to pay to use your persona? Do you guys offer an annual license, or how does that work?
1: For QCRI, uh, we are primarily doing it as, as a research uh, uh, endeavor right. for local stakeholders. Uh, we, we have licensed the technology to a startup, and they are pursuing the commercial aspects. Uh, and, you know, certainly if you're a commercial organization, you know, it, it, it is fair right. point to Not actually right. pay for services, you know. But uh, for local stakeholders that want to, hey, you, know, you know, test the waters, uh, see what it provides, uh, the, uh, you know, do some research collaborations, uh, you know, uh, it's the, the research option is, is good. And it's so, the price is good, mm-hmm. it's, you know, <laughs> the price you. is right. I'm just looking at while you're talking,
0: I, I just opened the, the dashboard of the, the license that you guys has, have given us. Uh, for APG and the, the customization and the not just customization but the categorization of data looks very very well thought of i i wonder what, what who is the team was working behind this who are those key players who have helped bringing um, apg to where it is right now
1: oh yeah it i i got to give a hats off to uh, our team members um, uh, yoni uh, Sal- Salmanen is our um, uh, uh, one of our lead researchers kind of done the business aspects uh, of the uh, of the uh, of the system and uh, he has really just been a super driving force of uh, of, of of the whole research we uh, really uh, and he and what is what yoni has really brought to the whole um, Uh, Endeavor is just really focus on making the capabilities of APG uh, business applicable, and really focus on the user understanding and having a business case for each capability. Uh, Our uh, our development uh, kudos goes to uh, Sungo Jung, Mm Sungo Jung, who is uh, our uh, again our, our chief engineer and developer and really our full stack developer from uh, front end to to back end. And th- th- those those are the two guys that deserve the credit for uh, for having APG
0: what it is. We've spoken about APG and uh, do you want to talk about other offerings that are out there in QCRI just to for Q- people who are just curious to know what QCRI actually does? Sure. Our particular team is coming up with uh,
1: kind of our next uh, launch, which is Quest, a quick and easy customer segmentation tool, which uh, in this case, we do focus on the numbers. Uh, The APG team uh, is within a social computing group at QCRI, and uh, they have uh, uh, several projects that are within that group. Uh, One on traffic analysis, I've been working with the local, uh, one of our local taxi uh, organizations here, and also a um, IT program called ADER, which uh, uh, looks at trying to assist in natural disasters using AI for natural disaster response. And they have partnered with uh, several organizations, including the United Nations and other relief organizations. That's awesome. And Jim, if you can just talk about yourself, like before you moved
0: to Qatar, were you associated with any similar firm back in the U.S.? Uh, And how did you start this entire, like uh, what got you motivated into choosing, pursuing this as a career?
1: My background, I'm from the United States, uh, born in Kansas, which is right in the middle of the United States. My uh, academia is my second career. I was in the military uh, first Yeah, I uh, actually am a career military officer. Mm -hmm. I actually joined joined the military straight out of high school. And then, yeah, and so I served as an enlisted guy in the infantry for three, four years. And then went to West Point, which is our military academy. And then uh, got commissioned as a communications officer and served, uh, had the pleasure of serving about, uh, you know, 17 years in the military. And uh, during that time, I went back to West Point to teach and to do that, I had to get my master's degree. And while I was getting on my master's degree, I I just loaded up on courses because I was really excited about being back in college. And after about, uh, you know, a year, I had all my courses done for not only my master's, but a Ph.D. program. And I tell you, at the time, I didn't know what a Ph.D. was. (laughs) So, but uh, I said, okay, I'm just going to get my Ph.D., and uh ended up doing that okay. uh and then after my the military i went to uh the uh, penn state university which is a a large university in the united states when i say large they have about a hundred thousand students and then uh was there for okay. uh, got uh on the tenure track there made full professor there and then got the opportunity to uh take oh, no. a leave of absence and come to the Qatar Computing Research Institute which I did and liked it so much I gave up my tenured slot at Penn State to stay here. so and I've been here this is year six so I'm really really enjoying it. great institution got great leadership, great facilities uh, doing working with a great team with Yoni and soon and uh, so so that's great to hear uh, yeah awesome. and Jimmy if I
0: ask you like five years from now how do you see APG? And other products within QCR, are they gonna come into the mainstream market? Gonna be commercialized? Like people can start using them, subscribing to them the way they do for like food social bakers, and other monitoring or like a persona generating tools?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, you know, uh, our Arabic language technologies platforms are already being used uh, primarily by Al Jazeera. As I said, APG has been licensed uh, to start up. Uh, where we see this going is, uh, as I mentioned, we have a new uh, focus on uh, customer segmentation called Quest. And uh, that we, we see our, ourselves developing that. Mm-hmm. And then further down mm-hmm. the road, another module called uh, uh, PAC, which predicts customer reaction. Uh, and so we see all three of those fitting together in like a Salesforce type modular package. Oh. And so we would like to see all three of those commercialized available to the market and with some type of, uh, you know, uh, different type of pricing strategies for, you know, from something affordable for the startups and small, medium-sized businesses and something uh you know, more enterprise heavy for the large corporations and government uh, agencies. Gotcha. And Jim, once that is achieved, what is the level of
0: customization that you can do on those platforms, considering that those are like made in QCRI?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. You know, we uh, we are a research institution, so we don't have the full uh, host of 24 by 7 support and development and things like that. So uh, those would uh, at, at some point the, the, it transitions from research to really commercialization and development. And so it either gets offloaded to a startup, licensed to some company or uh, a research team you know takes that to market. So those are kind of the three possibilities we see for our commercial entities. right, Not yet.
0: And Jim, I'm going to wrap this up by asking you a question, like in case if someone is you know, interested in, in subscribing to the, the platform or joining the platform, is it straightforward as long as they're in Qatar, they're a reputed company or ministry or an entity? Do they just reach out to you guys via emails or forms?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's very straightforward. Uh, the, we have the instructions posted online. You just reach out to us. Uh, you know, we set up a call. I want to, I make sure that okay, you understand what you're getting, and uh, you know, we have the instructions for what all the platforms. They're simple and easy to follow. Basically, all it is is giving the system APG uh, access to the, to the data, and uh, we the system APG has a uh, uh, an entity. You know a basically an email and uh you know you 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 allow that into your analytics platforms whatever one you're using and as i said next day you have personas
0: great great that's awesome great to know that well jim it was a pleasure talking to you thank you so much for giving us your time and uh, in case if you want to leave a message give a shout out to anyone floor is all yours
1: well, yes. I just want to one thank you for reaching out and, and having. I always enjoy talking to you. Uh, you know, so I'm always looking for, <laughs> always looking for for any opportunity. I really want to shout out to my partners, uh, Yoni and Soon. Uh, what a great team! I just love working with them every day, and uh, it's great working with such smart, hardworking, dedicated folks. Uh, and it's it's great working at QCRI and Qatar Foundation. Uh, it's just uh, yeah wonderful working environment and uh and as far as being in qatar uh you know i'm here year six and like i said i, I gave up a, a full professor tenure
0: position to stay yeah. here so obviously i'm liking yeah, it i love it love it jim it was really a pleasure talking to you and the feelings are mutual social media gets me excited digital transformation gets me even more excited and i think we you know you guys are moving on the right track and i can't wait to see more and more products coming out of that shelf. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, thank you very, thank you very much. you Jim.
0: You take care for yourself. Yeah. You
1: too, man. Thank you.
0: So a huge shout out to everyone over at QCRI for doing an amazing job in transforming the digital scene, not only just in Qatar, but also on a global scale. And as far as the next episode of Digitally Speaking is concerned, I'll be featuring someone who's basically known as Mr. Q. Stay tuned.